Good morning. Thank you for calling Declare Victory. This is Valacita, who's on the line. Good morning, Eva. Thank you, Sister Yvonne. Happy Wednesday to you. And you're right, God's got our back. <laughs> All Good morning, Miss Marcella. Happy Wednesday. Thank you. Good morning. Good morning. This is Rita. Good morning, happy Rita. Thank you. Thank you. God bless you and happy Wednesday to you as well. Good morning, Mrs. Sonia. Good morning, Sonia. Happy Wednesday. Good morning and happy Wednesday to you too. Thank you. Good morning, Valacita. It's Diane. Happy Wednesday. Thank you. Good morning, Diane. Happy Wednesday. Have a good day. Thank you. You too. Good morning. Thank you for calling Declare Victory. This is Valacita. Who else has joined us? Good morning, Valacita. Grateful Deborah Evans. Good morning. Happy Wednesday. Good morning, Grateful Deborah Evans. Happy Wednesday. Thank you. Thank you. Good morning. Good morning. Thank you Happy Wednesday. Good morning. Happy Wednesday to you as well. Thank you. You're welcome. Good morning. Thank you for calling De- Declare Victory. This is Valacita. Who else has joined us? Good morning, Sister Sylvia. Good morning, Sister Sylvia. Happy Wednesday. Thank you. Same to you. Good morning, Valacita. Miss B. Hello. Happy Wednesday. Good morning. Happy Wednesday. Thank you so much, Miss B. Good morning. Thank you for calling. I'm sorry. Go right ahead. Good morning. Happy Wednesday, Sharon. Good morning, Sharon. Happy Wednesday. Good morning. Thank you for calling Declare Victory. This is Valacita. Who else has joined us? Good morning. Thank you for calling Declare Victory. This is Valacita, who's on the line. Hi, this is Christina in Atlanta. Good morning, Christina. Happy Wednesday. Welcome. Thank you. I've been trying to get on here for like two weeks, and my 9 o'clock work meeting got canceled. I said, that's it. (laughs) (laughs) I'm on the call. (laughs) Now, have you called in before? Oh, yeah. Or is this your I, first I, time? No, I, I know Dion would go way back. <laughs> oh, okay. Oh, all right. Well, welcome. <laughs> I'm glad you were able to 
call in this morning. Thank you. Good morning. Thank you for calling Declare Victory. This is Felicita. Who else has joined us? Thank you for calling Declare Victory. This is Felicita. Who's on the line? Thank you for calling Declare Victory. This is Alicita. Who else y'all is joining? Y'all keep breaking in and out. We can't hear you all the time. Oh, do I? Yes. I'm sorry. That's quite all right. I hear you fine at this end. Oh, yeah, we keep breaking up on my end. Yeah, it's fine over here. Okay. Good thanks. morning. This is Yvette. Good morning, Yvette. Happy Wednesday. Happy Wednesday. Can I um, give a prayer request for a friend of mine that's traveling to Mississippi this morning? Her name is Portia. Yes. We're traveling. Thank you. Yeah. All right. Thank you. Thank you. Is there anyone else that would like to say good morning before we begin the hosting? Good morning, Valacitas, Rochelle. Happy Wednesday. Good morning, Rochelle. Happy Wednesday. And it's Dee Dee. I want to say good morning as well. You sound wonderful. Oh, thank you. Happy Wednesday, Dee Dee. My dynamite. <laughs> Is there anyone else that would like to say good morning before we begin the hosting? Yes, hi, good morning. This is Catherine. Good morning, Catherine. Happy Wednesday. Happy Wednesday. Thank you. Okay, at this time, I'm going to ask everyone to please place your phones on mute, and we'll begin the hosting. Good morning, everyone. My name is Valuable Valacita, and I'm your hostess. Thank you for joining us here on Declare Victory. We are a prayer call that meets Monday through Saturday, starting at 6 a.m. Pacific time to edify, empower, encourage, and equip you in your walk with Christ. Please feel free to invite a friend so they can be blessed as well. Be sure to join us daily in February, where our new monthly theme is entitled Position. This means that all of our declarations will be regarding positioning yourself accordingly for the Lord. There are two announcements today. Today is the day that Declare Victory Fast for anything that you may be believing the Lord for. If you would like to join in, push back your plate or something that you spend a lot of time doing and offer this time to the Lord in prayer. We will be fasting all day until 5 p.m. when we will call back into the same phone number and have a quick closing prayer. Second, we would like to offer you an opportunity to put God first in the area of your finances. Our mission at Declare Victory is to offer sound declarations based on biblical truths, along with prayer during the week and outreach outreach participation to serve our communities in need. Will you partner with Declare Victory by giving to support our mission? 
There are three ways to give at declarevictory.org or through your PayPal at paypal.me forward slash declarevictory or through your cash app at dollar sign I declare victory now. We pray many blessings for our Heavenly Father be returned to you for your giving and trusting in Him. There are no new prayer requests from the app. However, we do have a couple of prayer requests, spoken prayer requests. Um, The first one is from Yvette, and she's asking for prayer for her friend Portia for traveling grace. Also want us to lift up Bubbly as she is recovering from a fall before she fractured her arm. Um, Can I ask everyone to please check your uh, mute button, make sure that you're on mute? Thank you. And then I'm asking for prayer for my friend Yesenia, um, who was just informed yesterday that the cancer returned. Thank you for lifting all of those prayer requests up. The order of the call is as follows. Prayer and corporate praise will be brought by Sonia. Declaration will be brought by Dion. Then we'll go right into closing comments hosted by Dion. I'll repeat the order. Prayer and corporate praise will be brought by Sonia, declaration by Dion, and then closing comments will be hosted by Dion. The scripture for today is comes from 1 Kings chapter 15, verse 13. He even deposed his grandmother, Ma'aka, from her position as queen mother because she had made a repulsive image for the worship of Asherah. Asa cut it down and burned it in the Kidron Valley. May the Lord add a blessing to the reading, hearing, and doing of his holy word. At this time, we ask that you please place your phones on mute until instructed to come off mute. I now pass the call to Sonia. Have a blessed day. Psalm 34 and 1 says, I will bless the Lord at all times, and his praise shall continue to be in my mouth. My soul shall make her boast in the Lord, and the humble shall hear thereof and be glad. O magnify the Lord with me, and let us exalt his name together. Father God, as we come before thy throne of grace this morning, Lord God, we come before thy throne, Lord God, with thanksgiving in our hearts, my Heavenly Father, for another new day, my Heavenly Father. We thank you, Lord God, that you have opened up our eyes, Lord God, this morning, Lord God, to seek thee, my Heavenly Father, to give you thanks, my Heavenly Father, for opening up our eyes opening up our mouths, opening up our ears, Lord God, that our heart is beating, my Heavenly Father, that our hands have used, Lord God, that our feet are moving, Lord God, Lord God, that we can open up our mouths and say, thank you, Lord God, for this day is a new day that we have never seen before, my Heavenly Father. And as we, Lord God, come together, Lord God, on this line, my Heavenly Father, to give you thanks, Lord God. We thank you, Lord God, that as we go further, Lord God, that you're going to open up our mind's eye, Lord God, open up our hearing, Lord God, to hear what you have to say for us this day, Lord God. For this is a special day, Lord God, that we stuck with you, my Heavenly Father, Lord God, that you open up more mystery, Lord God, as we search out you, my Heavenly Father, that we seek after thee, my Heavenly Father. Lord God, as we draw nigh to thee, Lord God, we ask that you pour out your water, Lord God, that our cisterns are ready to receive, my Heavenly Father, Lord God. So as I humbly but boldly become before thy throne of grace, O God, I ask for prayers for Portia, Lord God, for her traveling grace, Lord God. So I ask that you send your angels, Lord God, to go before her, Lord God, that you go on the side of her and go behind her, my Heavenly Father, that she gets safely to her destination, my Heavenly Father, Lord God. That I ask that you go where bubbly is, my Heavenly Father, that 
while she is in recovery, Lord God, that you supernaturally continue to heal her, my Heavenly Father, on every leaning side, my Heavenly Father, Lord God. And that I ask that you look at look upon Lucinia, Lord God, that cancer goes back to where it is because it is not legal in this where it is, my Heavenly Father. It is illegal, my Heavenly Father, because you are the great I am. You are the great healer, my Heavenly Father, Lord God. So I ask that you put your loving arms around her, Lord God, and that you touch her in the only way that you know how to, my Heavenly Father. So Lord God, because you are who you are, Lord God, we are going to praise you, Lord God. We are going to worship you, Lord God, because you have already done it, my Heavenly Father. So we know that she already has the victory, my Heavenly Father. So as we praise you and give you thanks on this day, my Heavenly Father, because as David said, I will bless the Lord at all times, Lord God. So we're going to bless your name. We're going to thank you, Lord God, and all that you have done, Lord God, because you have positioned us to give you thanks, Lord God. You have positioned us, Lord God, to do the things that you have done, Lord God, in our heart and our mind, Lord God. We thank you because you are God. We thank you, Lord God, because you are our creator, Lord God, because you create us from times past time, Lord God. We thank you, Lord God, the things that you're going to do, you have already done, and that you're going to continue to do, my Heavenly Father. So on this day, Lord God, we thank you for giving us the keys to our position, Lord God. We thank you for giving us the keys to keep pushing in our position, Lord God. We thank you for giving us the keys to standing upright, Lord God, standing up in your perfect will, Lord God, for the position, my Heavenly Father. So as we take our phones off of you, Lord God, we ask that you continue to give us the strength to open up our mouths, Lord God, to declare your word. Thank you, Lord God. Thank you for giving us the, the strength to keep pushing on, Lord God, in your way, in your perfect God. Thank you, Lord God, for giving us joy. Thank you, Lord God, for giving us joy. Thank you, Lord God, for giving us joy. This is the day that the Lord has made. Thank you, 
Praise the Lord, everybody. Praise the Lord. Happy Wednesday to each of you and welcome, 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 welcome. God be praised this morning for the things that he consistently does for being absolutely the author and the finisher of our faith. Thank each of you for 
jumping online this morning. You could have been anywhere else on a random Wednesday, but I'm glad that you are here. Uh, thanking and praising God for just another opportunity to tell him, uh, Jesus, listen, we love you. We appreciate you. We adore you. You are our helper. Thank you for living down on the inside of us and empowering us to overcome all things through your power, not by power, not by might, but by my spirit says the Lord. Again, you guys, it's Wednesday. It's the day that we consistently set aside to fast and to seek the face of God for our destiny, for our purpose, uh, for kingdom order and instructions. And so this morning, uh, I want to invite you to join us to our weekly fast. We fast from 6 a.m. until 5 p.m. Uh, and then we meet right back here simply to tell God thank you uh, for hearing us, uh, but more importantly, for loving us enough to give us a mind to seek hard and fast after him. Um, I am grateful for uh, the opportunity to to share this morning. We've been in a great time of sharing and studying uh, from the perspective of position, uh, much of that having to do with with posture and uh, location and really wanting to know uh, that you are sure where you stand as it relates to kingdom exploits and relationship with the Father, uh, relationship uh, with your purpose, even relationship and um, being anchored in the truth of who God is for your life. And so this morning there is a word from the Lord. Um, I appreciate that how he gives what he gives is always very timely and poignant for the times and the seasons as we see um, errors coming to close and as we see uh, an exchange of power on so many levels uh, in so many systems uh, of the world. But you must know that any system that you may see uh, in most times is simply a reflection of uh, the the words that are already written of our lives and what the kingdom is saying what the heavens are declaring uh, i think we've heard i've probably heard this scripture more than i have in my entire life the heavens declare the glory of god and the firmament showeth his handiwork day after day utter speech and night unto night showeth knowledge for there is no speech nor language hallelujah where his voice is not heard I believe that there is a massive clarion call, but what I do understand is that what we are dealing with is atmospheric. Uh, what we are seeing is the result of climates uh, in the atmosphere. And so right up and through here, you have to be so certain 
of your position that you are unshakable, that you are unbreakable, that you are unmatchable or unparalleled as it relates to your pursuit uh, of kingdom living. And uh, as, as we go into today's share, I want to remind you um, of How do I say this? I want to remind you of who you are in Christ. And I want to remind you that he never changes his mind about who he says you are. I think the biggest issue that we have is agreeing with what heaven says about who you are, your position. What was your position? Last week I talked about um, your coordinates. Last week I talked about uh, where are you this week. Uh, I want to ask you a question, um, and, and, and I want to give you a say-lie moment simply to sit in it, uh, and I want to ask you this. Are you sure? Are you sure? Are you positive? Like, do you know that you know that you know um, that you are connected to the Father? Do you know that you're connected to the Father? Are you uh, positively positive? And, and, and don't misunderstand my question. First, let me let me ask it one more time. Let's let's sit in it for a second and allow it to resonate in your heart. And I promise I have uh, several different scriptures, but there's a particular passage of scripture that we're going to uh, venture into today. Let me ask you: Are you sure? That's a really uh, difficult question if you aren't. And I'm not, not being funny, but I know that there are some of us on deck that are not sure. And, and I want to tell you that I get it. Um, I, I remember a time in my life where I plain and simply uh, wasn't sure. I wasn't sure. Why I believed what I believed. Good morning, Monica Bird. Good morning, Anita Kemp. Good morning, good morning. Um, there, there are times and seasons in our lives that um, the Lord will allow situations and circumstances. Um, and I'm going to say it like this because it's how I hear it, to bet you. Uh, there, there are things that he will uh, allow to transpire uh, to give you an opportunity to ask yourself the question I just asked you. We're talking about position this morning. Uh, are you sure? Are you sure? You you sure you trust me? Are you sure that you believe me? We're talking about position. 99.99% of the time, our position is determined uh, by our perspective. 
our position is determined by how we experience things. Our position is determined by how we process things. Our position is determined by how we uh, approach things. And so in this season, as uh, we are facing changes in the cultural climate, changes in our leadership climate, changes in our familial structure and the permissions that surround uh, what's allowed and uh, what's not allowed, where we are looking at uh, things that have never happened historically, not only happen, but have a tendency to override what has been the cultural norm. There are uh, different uh, uh, thought processes and ideologies. The uh, church as we know it has been dismantled and is being reestablished in a different light. The position of the church has changed. The building isn't the important thing anymore. Uh, the stand and the position is. Are you sure? And so um, I, I started asking myself questions consistently. God, in this season, what is it that you would have us to do? Everything is different as we uh, deal with quarantine, as we deal with the changing of the guards on every single level. The end of an era is taking place. Things are being disrupted like never before. Uh, the country in and of itself is divided. Uh, there are, it's them against us, technically. And as you study the word and you really start to digest what it says for your life in this season, uh, the wheat and the tear are growing together. There is uh, what I call a great sifting happening where people are being asked the question, are you sure? There is literally still an argument amongst uh, our evangelical community uh, that states that uh, it's not over yet. There's this uncertainty. There's this unsurety. There's this unclarity in communities near and far, here and abroad. There's this unspoken tension. There's an elephant in the room that many have not taken the time to address. But the reality is this. Now more than ever, you will hear uh, several people say uh, it is revival time. Mm -hmm. Revival is for believers. It is revival time. Revival is for those that are unsaved to come into the fold. It's revival time. What position do you take? What part do you play? My mother says it like this. The game cannot begin until all of the players are in place. And so this morning, um, as we venture into uh, just a, a brief breakdown uh, of some scripture, I, I want to again ask, are you sure? One thing I know, especially as it relates to any type of an organized sport, um, 
Listen, the pitcher is the pitcher. We're going to talk about baseball just a little bit, and I suck at that, so don't get real excited because I may say something wrong. The shortstop is the shortstop. The first baseman is the first baseman. The outfielder is the outfielder. The infielder is the infielder, and the back catcher is the back catcher. Everybody has their assigned roles. Everybody has their certain place. Everybody has uh, one specific thing that they do. And then uh, we always, and Pastor Coleman says it like this, we always exclude the umpires, the referees. We always exclude them, but they're all part of that game. Without them, nobody can determine what's fair or uh, how the the call goes. Uh, There's an additional set of eyes that's necessary. And so uh, as we walk into this, this season where in real life we are watching the manifestation of sides being taken, of stances being made, of people uh, unapologetically declaring their truth, people who have spent forever hampering and hiding their hatred, uh, people who have spent forever pretending uh, just to go along to get along when in actuality they had a feeling. And uh, I uh, I, I say this often, but I kind of don't like it because we say, I feel some kind of way not really being able to identify why we feel, how we feel, uh, what we feel. But I have a feeling that right around here, God is giving clarity to those that will seek him diligently. God is giving clarity in such a way that you will eventually be able to say, yeah, I'm sure. Um. I don't know if if you all know, some of you may or may not know, um, my eldest son, uh, one time I I came home and there was a little uh, dwarf man. (laughs) It's funny to say it, but it was not funny when it happened. And some candles and a little thing of sage. Now, this is my child. This is my son who grew up. Sunday school and Bible study and uh, Sunday morning worship uh, and, and there's little, little statues, some little candles. I promise I'm going to give y'all some words in one quick second. Um, and, and I remember when I came in the house, I could almost feel uh, it in my stomach. And so I go to my little fireplace mantle and here's this little statue and these candles and this sage boy. Um, it's okay <laughs> and first of all I start throwing everything in the garbage and I'm thinking to myself okay what is it that I missed that my son would be burning sage and candles and have a little statue in the house what is it that I missed what loop uh, did, did I not cover And the reality is this, that we all have things that we come from historically for years and years and years and years and years. But there is still a mandate on each and every life, every person that's listening to me this morning. There are things that you were created to do that nobody can do but you. But I need you to understand that in real life, 
we are in the middle of an entire battle which calls for me to ask the question again, are you sure? And as I begin to ask my son, um, as he has studied a little bit of everything, um, first of all, what about Jesus don't you believe? That's the question. What about Jesus don't you believe? And as we look at the world, model for real what heaven is identifying for believers, there is an entire battle about perception, right? There's an entire um, war on what we believe. The enemy doesn't want anything but for you to lose your faith. That's it. Now, why did I mention my son and quote-unquote divinations are being caught up in not being sure? This thing is so sensitive that if you don't do the work for you, if you don't identify what you believe right now in this climate, the enemy will trick you into not being sure about what you believe. So let me let me go to the word right quick so we can balance this thing out because I don't want to weird y'all out this morning. Um, but I, I would feel less of a woman uh, if I weren't honest. And if I didn't say literally what's happening considering um, how desperately our climate has changed. See, the, the business as usual, the, the go along to get along, that, that is ended, that's, that's over. Um, the, I can't wait to get back to church. That's cool. And we're going to go back to church eventually, but it, it's not going to look the same. And as we go back, as we know that this world is divided and that people uh, have plots and ploys and things in their heart that you have no clue exist. You just think Johnny over there is a little strange. You think he's a little weird. But I, I need to tell you that right now there are things going on that you may not see with your eyes that you are going to have to have a spiritual ideology, a spiritual awakening, an understanding in such a way that you learn how to war in the spirit very differently. Um, you're going to need discernment. You're going to need uh, uh, some concrete stance in this season of life simply because our battle is not natural. Our battle is spiritual. But if you are not connected, you will not be sure. And I need y'all to be sure. So for those of you even that are going to join us today in the fast, I want you during your fast, as you meditate and as you read the word and as you pray, I want you to ask God to make me sure. Right? The beautiful thing is we have words that consistently reinforce the truth that nothing can separate us from him. Right? Um, we have the word that declares over and over again, what then shall we say to these things? If God is for us, who can be against us? I'm grateful this morning um, that without a question, I'm sure. Uh, I'm sure because I've watched 
him work miracles, not only in my life, but the lives of those that are surrounding me, the lives of those that are connected to me, the lives of those that are um, meant to sow into my life. And so I want, I want to read to you Isaiah 54. The word says this, no weapon that is fashioned against you shall succeed, and you shall confute every tongue that rises against you in judgment. This is the heritage of the servants of the Lord and their vindication from me, declares the Lord. That while we are here in the natural, God is always working on our behalf, but the beautiful thing is the work is already finished. All we ever have to do is walk it out. It gives you a certainty of knowing that not only am I sure, but I'm confident. This one thing I'm confident of. Romans 8, 38 and 39 says, for I'm sure that neither death nor life, nor angels, nor rulers, nor things present nor things to come, nor powers, nor height, nor debt, nor anything else in creation will be able to separate us from the love of God in Christ Jesus, our Lord. Um, as, as I begin to um, explore my son's thought process um, from, from sage burning to asking questions about, uh, what's the name of it? Uh, the Moors and the, some of y'all may not have ever heard of any of this stuff, but I want you to know it exists and it be in your house and we go to work and come home and come back. Now, this has been over a period of years. As my son has walked out his journey, ironically, we, we had a conversation and he said, Mom, he said, I don't know how I got myself caught up in things that had nothing to do with what I know to be true. Now, this is my 28-year-old son, who any kind of religion you could think of, child, my little baby was trying to find. I realized that a lot of that, and I want to say this to the single mothers, a lot of that has much to do, I won't even just say single mothers, I want to say this to the fatherless folks on the line this morning. You've not had a relationship with your biological father. It creates tears in your identity. And right now, as, as people are squandering and trying to figure out who am I, what am I here for? We hear about the suicide rate that's getting higher and higher and higher. We hear about people emotionally resigning. And again, I'm not, not attempting to make the call heavy, but I need you to be clear and I need you to hear my heart this morning. My son uh, dealt with major rejection as it relates to his father. My bad makes it very easy to be confused about who you are. It makes you have uh, this unanswered question in your heart, who am I? It makes it difficult to receive the love of the Father if you've experienced deep-seated trauma. 
things that maybe your heart has not healed from, things that perhaps you haven't been willing to address and to face. And so as my son has gone through the process of rehab and rehabilitation, he has had to have those questions answered and had to face some things that he didn't want to deal with. And I, I tell my business, I tell our story because I realize that as you start to connect the dots, there may be things that you are going through personally, and you're asking yourself these questions. There are questions of identity, and Abba, and because his love is so fierce, because his love is so vicious, because his love is so adamant, because, hallelujah, he'll kick down doors for you to come and find you because his heart is leaning towards you, concerned about your infirmities, concerned about your brokenness. He will allow us to go through things that push him right, push us right back to him. So my baby was able to say, Mama, I've really been praying and I've been hearing from God. My middle son um, moved out. Hey, hey, hey. I'm sorry. I felt my Shondo right there. For those of you that know that part of our story, um, when he was about 17 years old, the doctors told me that he would never be able to live alone. And as I uh, went to his house and helped him line his shelves and put things in the cabinets and make up his first bed and his first little apartment on his own. Um, I couldn't wait to get in the car. Uh, I said, son, have you told God thank you? And my little baby's eyes welled up with tears. He said, mama, I can't stop telling him thank you. They told me I'd have to hold his hand for the rest of his life. And, um, I, I need you to understand that prayer consistently, um, spending time before the Father, I, I couldn't thank God enough because for a moment I believed them. And then the Holy Spirit would say to me, do you trust me? Do you trust me or do you trust what these doctors say? Do you trust me? Right? Are you sure? And then as I look at my little miracle that lays across the hall from me, keeping in mind that not even two weeks ago he couldn't walk. To last night uh, after he got off work, the other day he cooked us some spaghetti and Charlie was good. That five years ago they, they said that he would be gone from here five years ago. And so for me, to ask the question, whose report do you believe? You, 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 your mama, your daddy, the, I don't care who says anything. I am positive. Now, does it look exactly like I think it should? Absolutely not. <laughs> no, ma'am. No ham, no turkey, and no spam. Does it look, is everything perfect? Absolutely not. But let me tell you what I am. I'm sure that none of it is accidental. 
I'm sure that it is the, the thing that cements me to the truth of God's word because I've never prayed uh, to uh, Yahshua, Hamulat. I've never prayed to none of them people. I ain't prayed to Buddha. I I prayed directly to Jehovah. Now, while those be all his names, the position is very different. As we walk this thing out right here in this season, this is a wonderful time for each and every one of us to remember what God has brought us from. Remember what God has brought us through and remember where God is taking us to. Until you finish this work, until you complete your purpose, your primary work is to worship him. Your secondary work is to work the works of he who sent you. There are obligations that you have. There are mandates and mantles. It is uh, the season where I'm asking questions, even about my bloodline. And saying, Lord, what, what did my forefathers miss? You go back and read the, the historical text. You read the, the genealogy text. You start to search out uh, certain things. And there, there are things that uh, we as believers have a responsibility to deal with. You go back into uh, Lamentations and start reading those things where even though it's, it's uh, Old Testament, it's, it's relevant in that. There are things that are in our lives, things that we repeat. It's no different than Abraham, right? It's no different than any of our forefathers and the, the things that their children repeated. And as I asked the Lord and he begins to show me, it gives us how to pray. Some of us, our children are in prison. Uh, some of us, are our children are out in the streets doing God knows what. There are things that we have a responsibility to pray for. Nieces and nephews, loved ones, people that matter to us, siblings that are lost. And in this season, it is important that your life represents what you say you believe. That the things that surround you are indicative and mirror and reflect what God is, what the heavens are declaring about who you are. And I'm saying this and remember that I said it. As things change in the atmosphere, if you know, we're all called to intercession, but if you know what your job is, if you know what your role and responsibility is, this ain't a preachy morning, this is for real technically. Um, I'll even say as much as a warning, this is the season where right now where we need to solidify our relationship, not with church, not with church work, but with the Father. We need to know who we serve. We need not be lured or blown or tossed with every wind that comes. We have a responsibility to be steadfast and unmovable, always abounding in the work of the Lord. We have a responsibility to set the bar uh, in such a way that the people around you just ask the question, what, what is it that you have? Why do you believe the way that you believe? Our position should be so solid and unmistakable that people aren't confused when they see us. 
our position should be so concrete in the word and the truth of God's word that we can't be lured, that we can't be caught up in, in the news, that we can't be caught up in what's going on atmospherically. We ought to have time and moments and seasons that we set apart to spend time in the presence of God in worship with no expectation of the bills being paid because that's not what I'm here for, Father. I'm here because I want more of you. I'm here because I need to know how to live. I'm here because I need to know how to thrive. I'm here because you love me and I love you back. I'm here because you've been there on good days and on bad days. I'm here because your grace and your mercy has not only been sufficient, it's been more than I'm here because I know I'm not worthy to wipe your feet, but you still love me. You know my heart and you love me still. I'm here because you are Alpha and Omega. You started me and I know that my end is in your hands. I'm here because I need you and I can't live without you. Are you sure? Are you clear about your assignment? Are you clear about what your uttermost looks like? When the word declares, go into the uttermost parts of the earth, what's your uttermost? What are you called to? What are you responsible for in the kingdom? And without knowing that, it's like not being in proper position on the field for the game. Keep in mind, I said, the game can't begin until all the players are in place. Are you out of position this morning? Are you sitting on the bench when you are necessary on the field? Do you take your faith lightly? Do you think that you're insignificant and your contribution is minimal so it doesn't really matter? If that be the case, I want to ask you the question, whose voice have you been listening to? Because that's a lie. Results are in. <laughs> and we've determined that that's a lie. For those of you that are struggling to believe, right? Because we could act like that's not a thing amongst believers, but the reality is that it is. For those of you that have looming questions, if you do nothing else today, during the time that we have set aside to fast, I want you to ask yourself that question, are you sure? And where you are not, begin to ask the Father, according to Psalms 119, 130, the entrance of his word gives light and adds understanding. I want you to consult and confer with the Holy Spirit. For those of you um, that are, are not necessarily sure if you have the Holy Ghost or not, and I'm not saying you can't be saved and not have the Holy Ghost. I don't want to have that argument this morning. Um, but what I will say is um, begin to ask the Father to give you clarity concerning your journey and this part of your pilgrimage um, and this part of your process. And, and though it, it's not a um, change comes through revelation, but revelation knowledge only happens when you seek the Father. That's when things are illuminated. That's when your your eyes are opened and enlightened. Um, 
But right up in here, you're going to need the spirit of God to discern even the voices you're exposed to, the people, the places, the things that you're exposed to. You pay attention, honey, some of these uh, folks we listen to, you if you listen hard enough, you will discover they don't know. They don't know what they believe half the time. So this morning, as we consistently talk about this position thing, we talk about the posture of our heart, we talk about uh, being enlightened and the eyes of our understanding being open, ask the Lord to reveal to you what's in your heart. Don't worry about nobody. Don't worry about Pookie Nim. Don't worry about Man Man Nim. Don't worry about uh, Ain Ruby. For real, ask the Lord a question. What am I doing? What am I doing here? What is my purpose? What is my kingdom responsibility? <clears throat> How was I designed to impact the earth? What was I created to solve? And as you begin to ask those questions, I promise you, I promise you, little by little, day by day, encounter by encounter, moments of worship to moments of worship. And I assure you that moments of worship will begin to open up the eyes of your understanding like never before, like nothing else will. The word and worship. The word and worship. Communing with the Father. Abide in him so that he will abide in you. We have moments of word and worship. And find your place and stay in it. If it means turning off your cell phone for certain times of the day, even just to sit in quiet and get yourself centered so that your position is constantly solid, right? Spend some time, quiet time consistently with the Father so that you don't get thrown off or overwhelmed or overworked. Find times to rest. Find times to uh, make sure that you do nothing. Give yourself permission. See, we weren't, we weren't really given permission to do that. But as the changing of the guards is happening, has happened and is happening, you have to be alert. You have to be aware according to uh, the word, and I'm, I'm going to read it to you, be sober and diligent, right? Knowing that no weapon that's formed against us will prosper, but we got to be aware of what's going on. According to Ephesians 6 and 12, we need to know that we're we not fighting people, right? We are consistently fighting principalities and darkness and um rulers of darkness seated in high places. We are consistently, and that's even in our minds, right? Meaning a reflection of our heart. Ask God, what's in here so that I can be sure? Whatever it is, God, bring it to the surface. Help me to confront it so that I can move forward, right? So that you are not lured off in any way. Mute your phone. And so that you are not thrown off as God begins to open up the eyes of your understanding and push you into places of purpose and promise that you had no clue you would go to and place you in rooms that you were unprepared for. The closer you get to him, 
the further you get into destiny, the closer you get to him, the more impactful you are for the kingdom, the closer you get to him, the more steadfast and unmovable you you become, the closer you get to him. Your eyes won't be hoodwinked by what you see because you'll remember that it's all, according to Romans 8 and 28, working together for you. You won't be intimidated by situations that you can't control. You won't be sideswiped by things uh, you can't master because you know that the master is already in control and because he lives inside of you, you cannot lose. I don't care. Sometimes you have to look like you're losing to win. Be all right with that. Ask me how I know. <laughs> right? And so with that said, y'all, I'm I'm over my time. Um, I know this wasn't a preachy uh, jump shout message this morning. I don't care about none of that. But I'm watching things happen in the natural that are a reflection of atmospheric battles. I'm watching saints and believers be sideswiped by lies that the enemy has told them that, that God is not who he is, that he's incapable of doing X, Y, and Z, and battles of the intellect when it's his spirit that makes the difference, that lives inside of you, that empowers you to overcome every single obstacle, to be anchored in the truth of his word for your life. But it comes through relationship. We found all day, every day, that church is, is not the solution because we are the church. We become the solution. Amen. Amen. Uh, that being said, listen, you may have joined the call a little bit late, uh, didn't have an opportunity to say good morning. Uh, you're welcome to say good morning. Good morning, Dion. It's Sister Tracy. Thank you for feeding me porta porta steak or whatever steak early in the morning. I'm talking Thank about you. the T-bone, baby. Right. <laughs> good morning. Good morning. Sorry. It's okay. Go ahead. I said good morning, Chantel. Thank you. You're welcome. Good morning, Chantel. Good morning. Good morning, all. Hey, good morning. Good morning. Good morning. Good morning. Good morning. Good morning. I heard Pat. I know that. I don't know who else, though. Good morning. Good morning. Hey, Sister Stephanie. Good morning. Good morning. Good morning, Dion. It's Sam. Great declaration. Love you guys. Have a blessed day. Amen. Good morning, Sam. Love you, too. Good morning, Dion. This is Rob. Hey. Good morning, Deanna says Marshall, and I am so grateful and thank you for the declaration. Amen. Who got the horns behind them? Hi, this is the lady I'm on line. Good morning. Good morning, all. Hey, good morning. Whoever, whoever somebody, someone's making up their own shafar. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. That's, yeah. That's, is that what it is? Good morning. This is sober and thankful, uh, Cassandra. Uh, that was a very, very uh, good word, um, and it made me want to go back and try to find. I was actually digging around for when you were doing that whole series on construction. God bless. Mm -hmm. Do you remember mm -hmm. that when you were the dig down mm -hmm. deep? Yeah, mm -hmm. I gotta yeah. find that. Yeah. Yeah. 
Yo, 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 what's up, family? Yo, 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 what's happening, bro? I made a rhyme. Good morning. Hi, Jill, good morning. Hey. Good morning. Good morning. Hey, both of y'all, good morning. Good morning, this is Angela. Thank you um, for that. Um, And you did good with the baseball. You made it through. Okay. Okay. Cool. <laughs> that was a good analogy. Good was good. playing uh, 23rd Street Ball, 23rd and Cutting. Laura Wright, right? You bone stick and a tennis ball. That's why didn't nobody ever win. <laughs> hey, Dion. It's Christina. Hey, Christina. Good morning. You know, you know, I'm on fuego. You know I'm on fuego right now. You're right. Know. You you got me for Kenda hundred, okay? Okay. <laughs> oh, Down. you don't need no help. You you, you don't need you no know, help. Let me tell you something. Mm-hmm. Anybody fast that she done gave you all the food you need today, baby? I'm trying to tell you. Lord have mercy. Go on I'm with it. Go on with it. All right, I'm done. I'm done. I'm done. <laughs> <laughs> Good morning, breakfast of champions. That's what it is. Breakfast of champions. Oh, oh, man. Love you. Great Amen. Good morning. It's Natasha. That was a drop of my thank you. Thank you. Amen. Morning, Natasha. Good morning, Dion and Shell. Great declaration. Thanks for the self check, honey. Thank you. Amen. 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 And amen. Good morning, Dion. That was so good. Carla. Hey, Carla. Good morning. Anybody else? Good morning, Diamond in the back. Big in the same with the gangster lane, Sugarfoot. Good morning. Good morning, Dion. Awesome, awesome word. Hey, family. Hey, Tanya. Good morning. Good morning, Dion. Good morning, Priscilla. Good morning, Sister Jacqueline. This is Jacqueline. Excellent declaration. Amen. Good morning, Jacqueline. Good morning, Dion. This is persistent Sister Priscilla. Hey, good morning, persistent. Yeah, I'm going to persistently ask those questions. You know, everyone, I love the declaration, but this is, you know, when I hear things like this, I'm like, okay, more work, more work. So... Got to go deeper. Got to dig deeper. And I, I mm-hmm. when people are so happy about it, I'm always like, why am I not happy about this? Why don't I feel happy about it? I feel like it's just more work, Lord. <laughs> anyway, but great situation mm-hmm. keeping us on track. And I, I love you and appreciate it for you. So I love the truth. So Amen. thank you. Priscilla, I said I was sober. I said sober. <laughs> sober. I didn't say somber. <laughs> Dion? Yeah, yeah. Uh, good morning. Good morning. Um, I had to steal something from you uh, this morning, and I had to post it on Facebook. Uh, you made uh, a statement that um, that uh, uh, the building is not. Uh, in this season, that the building is not uh, as important.
important as the heart and the souls of the people. I thought that was awesome. Wow. Wow. So excellent declaration. I got so many nuggets, so you'll you'll hear it again, but I'm gonna let you know I'm not giving you credit. Uh it's a LaBelle's okay. all original. That's that's cool. I, I don't have I don't just I don't care. As long as it's the truth. Say it. <laughs> morning, Dion. Hey, good morning. Awesome declaration. Amen. Thank you, Miss B. Good morning, Dion. This is hey, patient. <laughs> <laughs> I'm in the Bible looking up every part of the patient. I'm going I'm going everywhere with it. So thank you. Well good. Stay in it. Stay in it. <laughs> Anybody else this morning? Well, Pastor Dion, um I was waiting for everybody to say good morning. I wanted to um say speak on a little bit on when you talked about um do we do you do we really know if we have Jesus um as you were speaking on that um tears just start um I just start crying because I know that <clears throat> I have God because as me growing up it, it was a, a struggle and stuff like that but as I continue pressing my way um with him and as I um keep on reading the word and stuff like that he has showed me because I used to um say how how different people speak and stuff like that but he's actually now doing that for me how I can how I can read the word and how I can ask God to help me speak through me and how I'm able to read something and, and, and tell about it and stuff like that. Um, so I do know without a shadow of a doubt that I do have God and that he is truly working in my life from the time I was small up until now, I can just see the different things, how the different ways I would act and how he's changing me into the, the woman that he wants me to be, how he's teaching me how to be, um, kind and humble and, and love and only God can do that because if it wasn't for God then you, I would still be the same way so I see how he's changing me and because he's living within me and because I'm surrendering all and because he chose me and I have accepted him he's working it out for me and he's changing me for the good amen very good Cynthia very good very good Keep going. That's all. Thank you. Keep going. Wait, 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 wait a minute, Dion. Is that the same Cynthia that just a couple it of is. weeks ago she was it saying, sure I, I can't hear from God and I don't know. It sure is. I don't talk like everybody else and I don't That's have nothing right. to it's say. Her. Wait a minute. <laughs> <laughs> it is her. She has shifted in her position. Jesus. It is her. Huh. Oh my God! Yeah, it only yeah, takes us to stop and look. God has not forgotten about now one of. Won't he do it? Oh my mm-hmm. God! Listen, just keep showing up. 
Mm-hmm. You can find people that believe enough to help you to believe, and then when you do, you can do the same for somebody else. I love you, Dion. Thank you. Thank God for this call. Y'all just witnessed it. I hope y'all didn't miss that. Mm-hmm. Whole different sound. <laughs> I felt that. I saw Listen. that. I felt that. And the confession. Yes. Mm-hmm. Oh. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Very oh, good. Man. Very good. Amen. And anybody <laughs> else have any questions, comments, or commentary? Hey, Dean, Tanya, um, Tanya, not Tanya. Good morning. Good morning, everybody. Um, I am with Persistent Priscilla this morning. It's like, dang it, I got to dig more. Um, but here's the other thing that came to mind. Um, I had a moment of reflection on the fact that God would trust me in this season for the next leg of work that has to be done. Mm-hmm. And and when I and so I don't know if you guys really got what I mean. I really hope that you allow this word to do more than surface clean. That that you allow this word to um, go deep because it is something that I, because when you look like there's a major there's a major transition. I mean, it's major. It's happening in the earth realm. But it's also happening in the kingdom um, where, and and I I don't want to repeat your message, but I mean, I totally get it. But the fact that if you look at how many people have died just within the year. Yep. Or how many people have, um, you know, died as a result of suicide or as a result of illness or the virus. um, Or how many people have lost the faith. Like mm-hmm. there's some people who have made a complete, they have done it, they did a complete exit and they mm-hmm. are now in a completely different religion and mm-hmm. the spirit of delusion, you guys got to really, I really, mm-hmm. really want you to be careful. The spirit of delusion has really begun to, it's already been there, but like it's really it's bad. on the rise now. It, is, bad. It, is, it has become <laughs> emboldened. Mm-hmm. emboldened in, in, in people that we'd be like, what, wait a minute, just, just, just a few minutes ago, they was, are you right. sure? Right, what's mm-hmm. What, yeah. And so, so, but the fact that God trusts us to still be here. So I was saying mm-hmm. to him as Dion was speaking, God, thank you for trusting me mm-hmm. for this next level. Mm-hmm. So, so my my prayer, my work is going to be digging for, you know, definitely. Do I really trust you? I know I do, but I wanna I wanna I wanna go deeper, right? Mm-hmm. And um and and what specifically am I assigned to for this next tra- for this transition? So I'm going through the transition, just like like the rest of you guys, but with my eyes wide open. I'm woke. Mm-hmm. You, you got to be woke, you guys. There's no more escaping and hiding behind a position or mm-hmm. or work. Some, I don't know if somebody's building a she said. You need to mute your phone, please. Yeah. That noise right there. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, so it's no more surface stuff. It's great. All that stuff that you did in the past is great. It's wonderful. You know, it had its time. Um, I was just studying, and I promise I'll let it go now, 
but I was just studying about intrinsic motivation and extrinsic motivation. Mm -hmm. Just do a Google search. Mm -hmm. Right now, we need to be intrinsic. Our motivation Mm -hmm. needs to be intrinsic, not the little trinkets and the pats on the backs that we get from people and the little little rewards that we get. It needs to be intrinsic, internal, I-N-T-R-I-S-T-I-C. Look it up. I, I promise it'll pop up. And you'll be like, oh, mm-hmm. yeah, looking for somebody to, um, for looking for accolades. Listen, girl, bye. Have a seat. It, it's mm-hmm. not that time anymore. Mm-hmm. What, what, only what we do for Christ will last. Thank you. This is mm-hmm. a great um, thinking message. Mm-hmm. Hey, Dee. Mm-hmm. This is Dee um, Demetriana, whatever. Tanya, thank you, because that uh, spirit of delusion is so real, and it made me think about um, spiritual warfare class that I took, and now is the time, like you said, Dion, never before. You may see somebody today that's um, coming and out there believing, but then the um, the intellect attack to, to will come in, and then they'll have you doubting. So be careful who you're following. Be careful what you're right. um, affirming. You know, you have to really get into the Word for yourself and know that the Word talks about it. I think it's in Second Thessalonians, I think, if I have to look that up. But just study the word. Dion, that was so much fire. And then when you talked about, um, you know, like a lot of people are still piggybacking off of Big Mama Nim and Granddaddy Nim's faith. You can't do that. You can't. You have to have your faith and you have to know that you know without a shadow of a doubt and know that this warfare is real. We're not fighting against flesh and blood. You're right. And it's so big. Just yesterday, I promise you. Like Tanya said, I'm gonna make it quick. I had an encounter. I helped, you know, we just buried Pop, so I'm helping Mom um, finalize some things. And it was the the biggest demonic uh, thing that I've ever seen in my life. Yesterday at AT and T store on McDonald's, I said, Mom, did you see that? She saw it too. So just, and it's not to scare you, but just to make you aware, this ain't no joke. So thank you, sis. Amen. Um, for those of you that are online um, listening. I'm about to end the live because I'm going to to say some things and I don't want anyone to be uncomfortable um, with me saying them. You are welcome to join us on the call as we are still live. Um, But, but I, I, I was very cautious in what I said today, just because I know that we are live streaming. I don't want to offend anyone, but at the same time, I have a kingdom responsibility um, to speak truth to power. And so um, this morning's message was not a simple one. And sometimes it's uncomfortable as it comes out because I'm not called to simple things, right? I'm not called to be preachy or to hoop you happy. That's, that's That's not my role. My role is to teach. It is to educate you. It is to put you in a place where you ponder or you think about where you are and and what you are doing as it relates to kingdom. So for those of you um, that are online, I'm going to bid you farewell. Um, And if you'd like to join the live conversation, you're more than welcome to call. The number is there on the screen. Um, I had an experience, you guys, this week, and I I wanted to be cautious in my sharing because I don't want to weird anybody out. However, I need you to hear my heart this morning. There are people that I love um, a lot, 
um, people that have actually taught on this call. And the enemy has, in some kind of way, hoodwinked them out of the foundation of their faith and shook them into a whole nother belief system that disregards Jesus. And it, it troubled me in such a way that I began to study differently because I know that I'm called to say hard things. God trusts me with that responsibility. It's not fun. Um, I don't like it necessarily. However, I know what I'm called to. And in so doing, as I began to study uh, more in-depthly, you would be extremely surprised at what people believe. And, and some of the rituals and routines and some of the customs and some of the ways that they are approaching our children. Um, and as I began to ask the Lord how to, what, am I, what do I do right here? You know, how, how do I help? And, and the answer that I got, there, there, amongst, uh, there were several different responses that I got, but one of the primary ones was, I need you to be sure, right? So we know that, that the word says that many that cry, Lord, Lord, may never see the Father, <laughs> right? Some, some, some folks been putting on at mm. A. Some folks have been preaching for a check forever. Don't believe half of what they say. Right? A lot going on, which means that you have to be aware. Because if you're not sure and you got any breaks in your identity and the enemy approach you at the right time with the right series of words, the Bible says that faith comes by hearing. Right? You got to be careful what you hear. You got to guard your ear gates. You got to guard your eye gates. Because if you if you don't have a concrete faith, some of this stuff, now mind you, the entrance of the enemy with delusion was given permission on January 6th. The line of demarcation with the demon of racism was given access and permission through a leadership role, right? So now we see it, but we as, as believers have to be careful that we hold the position of the umpire and the ref. We need to make sure that we're able to call the game, not based on a bias, but we make sure that the game is fair. <laughs> Straight up. Right? And so the beautiful thing is there's more with us than against us. He said, my sheep know my voice, and a stranger they will not follow. I dare to say this. If you can get hoodwinked out of what you believe, question is, even though uh, uh, the world will compare us to a sheeply people, Listen, you can't just tell me anything. I'm not sheepish. And if you tell me something that makes no sense, we're, we're going to have a good time. You know, that's a lie. Because I know so well. Yeah, go ahead. Um, if 
if this is um, what came to my mind is um, when when you was talking about this because I know this is this is very serious and stuff like that. Is that what happened to Carson Pearson? Right. So right. That's same. Just a spirit of delusion. Mhm. That's same. But I'm. But that's what I'm telling you. Even the very elect would be deceived in the last days. That's what the word says. Even those that that we listen when that whole this election stuff happened. You guys have to know something about about how God um, shares and teaches me. I'm I'm not called to black people. I'm called to humanity. I'm not called to a culture. I'm called to create it. Right? So I I have listened to a lot of evangelicals. Very solid teaching. But it's just a hairline between believing God and being caught up in your own imaginations, right? So that's why every day we cast down everything that exalts itself above the knowledge of Christ every day. Because what happens is, especially in large arenas, that money get good. <laughs> for, for real. Right? They get caught up in the, the money and the fame and the they fool around and, and Tanya and I say it like this and they drink their own Kool-Aid. And after a while your emotions drive you as opposed to the spirit of God driving you. You can get too close. Joshua the third chapter, uh, when when they were about to cross over the river that and they made the monument, it says, Follow after the Ark of the Covenant, but don't get too close. We got to be careful that we don't think we got it all together. That's where humility comes in. Not false humility, but authentic humility, a place of getting low before the Father and staying at his feet, not not being up in his face telling him what you going to do and how he going to do it. That, that, that doesn't fly. That's where fasting comes in because it breaks that strong man. What you feed will grow. Whatever you tell yourself. Our words have power. We got to be careful what we say, how we say it, when we say it, who we say it to. It is our responsibility to guard what goes in and to guard what comes out. And you got to know that you know that you know that you know that you are in relationship with Abba and not overwhelmed with who you think you are and how you think it should go. Hey, D. Um, yeah. It's Ken. Oh. So, so real quick, so here's another thing. So this is not for you to be afraid. This is not, she's not she's not saying that for that reason. Let, let me let me paint a different picture on the same in the same vein though. So what happens is is that deception doesn't just happen, right? It it it, it doesn't just happen. There are certain things that we can open up to allow things to happen. One of the things that happens with people, especially those that were, you know, really committed and then you're like, what happened? They let or whatever, is because they take their foot off the gas. Mm-hmm. And what I mean by that is that you you, you start to change. I, we can get tricked into feeling like, well, you know, I don't really need to fast anymore because I'm um, blah, 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 blah. I don't really need to study 
as much as I did because blah, 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 blah. Or life happens and you get so busy, you don't do it on purpose, but, you know, you look up and it's, it's two weeks since you um, prayed or really studied your word. And so we have to be intentional about doing the thing. You don't have to be fanatical about it, but you have to be intentional about your prayer life. You're, you cannot let declare victory be your only connection with God. That's, that's not okay. You, that, you, you need your own intimate time with God too. And so you have to figure out a way to work it in your schedule and it needs to be consistent. Now, does that mean you beat yourself up if, if because, you know, a day or two went by and, and you didn't study or you didn't follow whatever it is that you do? For, no. You just realize, oh, my God, if that happened to me this week. I was like, oh, my God, I, I cannot believe that I did. So I just picked back up where I left off. That's why one of the, um, and then I'll say this in closing, as much as I hate to, when I tell you I hate to journal, I hate journaling. Because it's another form of writing that I have to do. And I don't just write. I go deep with my writing. But I make myself do it. So whether it's electronic or whether it's with a pen and pad or a booklet that you have, that helps you to keep up. You'll know if you missed. Oh, man, I missed the last couple of days. So establishing a pattern and not straying for that from that pattern and being careful to what you listen to. Okay, D. Dion, just Christine, I just got real quick. Hold on one second. Hold on one second, Christina. Who else was that? Krishanda. Okay, I thought so. Go ahead, Christina. And B. Okay, so one, two, three. So uh, Christina, Krishanda, and Lavina. All right. All right. All I was going to say real quick, um, two things. When you say, you know, you can't go surface, you got to go deep. It's it's like you have to detox. It's a spiritual detox we have to do now because we have been so polluted by the outside world, unfortunately, the church in general been so accepting of these things that going deeper means allowing God to spiritually flush out of you those things that are not of him. And that process can be painful at times if you've never been flushed before, because there may have been things that you didn't even know was in you for years. And you're realizing, oh my goodness, because transition, it's almost like a birthing. It's a painful process. But after the birthing process is done, the pain goes away, but you have to trust the process. That was number one. And then number two was about hurt. Hurt is that thing that is causes the deception a lot of times, the church hurt, emotional hurt. Um, and that fasting you mentioned, sometimes it has to be a tongue fast because there is power of life and death in our tongue. So you have to be careful what you speak. So some people need to just be silent for a while. Don't need to post for a while. Because you might pray something and then you negate your prayer by what you just said afterwards. Okay, I'm done. Thank you. That was that was very good, Christina. Very, very, very good. Go ahead, Krishanda. Very, very good. And and I think it ties into um, listening to what Tanya said about keeping your foot on the gas, um, being careful of hurt, and then I um, and then um, uh, Ephesians um, 4:27 and do not give the devil a foothold. So when we allow offense in and we don't even recognize that we are. Um, so if we think about a door closing, when we're saying, oh, we're not going to let this allow this in. But, you know, with the foot gets stuck in the door, like, you know, right before you close it, being careful of those things. And sometimes we don't realize we've opened the door to offense 
it opens the door to all these other things that you were teaching about this morning. Mm-hmm. Very good. So, yeah, at all. Go ahead, B. Good morning. Just Good morning. real quickly, um, this this is an awesome, awesome teach. And it is very imperative in this hour that we are yet in, that we know that we know without wavering, without doubt, that we hear from the Holy Spirit and shut off a lot of the chitter-chatters that want to speak into your ear. Mm-hmm. And this, you know, I was I was laying in bed listening um, to the word, and so I love the way the Holy Spirit do what He do. I actually sat straight up because I knew He was speaking when you said, "Let me take y'all off those that are listening on Facebook because God has something to say." And so we we really really got to be in tune, and um, and I'm gonna share this with you. God gave me a dream recently and it was um two nursery rhymes in it it was humpty dumpty set on the wall humpty dumpty and then it was london bridges falling down falling down falling down london bridges falling down and so in that i never really knew the fullness of the London bridges because it's, it's a long, and I I never really I said wow. It's a long and so story. And so in Humpty Dumpty, and Humpty Dumpty sat on the wall. Humpty Dumpty had a great fall. All the king horses and all the king men could not put Humpty Dumpty back together Come again. On. Where we are right now, Humpty Dumpty does not have no bones. Humpty Dumpty does not have a backbone. So Humpty Dash, your noble shot. Humpty Dumpty is going to be swept up under the carpet. And the other one is going to appear. And yeah. so the London Bridges um, with the queen, the queen is going to step forth. And the queen is going to be riding on the horse. So we really need to be alert and pay attention to what's really going on. Listen. Listen. I'm going on balls. <laughs> Listen, you could throw the mic down and walk away. We about hang up. It's a nursery <laughs> rhyme, child. Yeah. The nursery rounds, the, the nursery rhymes were the summary. Because the reality yeah. right, right up until here, y'all, is the enemy's hand is being exposed like never before. And sometimes we didn't really know who the enemy was. I, I can attest to it because I like in real life, somebody that taught me and, and I don't think that that what what I learned from this particular um pastor leader teacher I know it wasn't off because it was necessary and I watched it change things in my life but I need you to understand I mean and even some of the folks that I that I you know I I just was like no 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 they didn't get you did they got you oh child right, folks that's I worshiped with I yes. mean I've been spent lots of time with and you just don't see it coming. And don't ever so, think that you are exempt from being hoodwinked. That's all I'm trying yeah. to say. And they have so far by yeah, this is, um, half on our call. Wait, 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 wait. It's 15 people talking at one time. I heard you, Krishanda, but there's somebody that hadn't spoken before that was trying to. Let me let them go. Who was that? 
Juliet, I mean, did you hear me? Yeah. Yeah. It, okay. So Juliet and then Krishanda, you go, but there was one more person. Who else was that? That was me. Oh, okay. Go in that order. Go ahead, Ju. Yeah, I was just thinking, you know, the most profound thing that, that had me stuck throughout the whole thing was when you said, are you sure? And as I was thinking about that, the scripture is meditating on that um, just everything you've been saying, you know, it's like my spirit is definitely, first of all, I'm feeling like I'm not alone <laughs> in my thoughts, but um, also, you know, it just resonated in my spirit. The scripture came back to mind in um, John 14, 16 and 17, it says, and I will pray the father and he shall give you another comforter that he may abide with you forever. Mm-hmm. Even the truth whom the world cannot receive because uh-huh. it's not neither knoweth him but ye know him for he dwelleth with you and shall be in you now there's a difference and the lord brought this to me a, a long time ago that the spirit dwells with us but he's going to be in us he cannot inhabit a temple that's not prepared okay so he can't yeah. We're coming to a place where, like what you're saying, that's are you sure port that's the are you sure portion. Is your temple prepared to be inhabited by the spirit? Because once the spirit is withdrawn, because the Bible says the four angels are holding back the wind of strife, right? But we're noticing that the when the, that the, that their hands are being loosened. Little by little, we're seeing the, their hands being loosened. Once uh the spirit of the spirit is withdrawn from the earth, then Listen. It's going to be all hell broke loose. But at that time, the spirit will be dwelling in you because yeah. it's new under the sun. We, we, think, we think about all the martyrs like the apostles and stuff like that. You know, how could uh, Peter be uh, asked to be, huh, I mean, to be uh, um, on a cross upside down or Stephen be stoned and still say, forgive them for they know not what they do. They were, right. they were filled with the spirit. To where it didn't matter are the three Hebrew boys that was thrown in the flake of fire say, you know, never, you know, it doesn't matter. Yet, yet we will definitely, whether he, he saves us or not, yet will I trust him? They were sure. So it just, that right there just like really resonated. Like, you know, uh, I've, there was such a sobering, just three words. Are you sure? And you don't hear that a lot. Not, 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 not right now. Like, like you said, that spirit of delusion. It's like everything is going, you know, it's just all this up, 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 you know. But we're coming to a place where, like you said, we have to be sure. So this was very, very, the whole conversation is just really deep. And I'm just thanking God for you, Dion. Amen. Amen. God be praised. It, it is it is a season, and B, I know you got something to say. Give me two seconds. I mean, Krishanda, I'm sorry, Krishanda and then B. Um, deliverance, which we don't talk about much in church, <laughs> is a necessity. Amen. It's a necessity. Repentance consistently, because that's, we, we just try to, we try to build stuff on top of our junk. We try to build stuff on top of the lies um, that the enemy has placed in us, and it leaves small seeds, it leaves small trails. And keep in mind, I ain't got to do nothing but pour a soda on a seed. I could pour a cup of coffee on a seed and it'll grow. We have to get the stuff out of us 
I mean, generations and generations and generations of stuff. And and deliverance is a part of that. We we don't talk about that, especially if you grew up in a traditional church. If you didn't, man, it's real and it's necessary. Go ahead, Krishanda, and then V. Um, I think it was Lavina um, that's at the nursery rhymes. And so um, the last probably month um, when we would pray, I would kept hearing, um, there's no hiding place. There's no hiding place. So when you guys are saying that people are coming out and, and you're, you didn't know that they were the way that they were, or we're all seeing that, I kept hearing that while we would pray on this call, no, there's no hiding place. That's good. And that's real. Mm-hmm. Go ahead. Yeah. You know, so many, so many, so many leaders. And when you said that they drunk their own Kool-Aid, oh my God, I've 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 seen that right here in Madeira, and I've walked with um with some strong leaders, you know, and just to see it for myself. And when the Lord pulled back the carpet, and you just be like, wow, that was always there. And so yep. he, just, he just allowed them to reveal who they really were. <laughs> yeah. And, 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 and there's so much false pretense on repentance and deliverance in leadership. They, they, yep. they quote it so much every day, but, but there's no, um, no truth in it because it has just become a worn out piece of fabric where the moth has eaten. And they think that they are doing, you know, it, it has become a ritual. Thank you, Holy Spirit. It has become a ritual with them. And so that's a false God. And so there's no truth in their repentance, and there's truly no deliverance taking place because they right. think that they can continue to blatantly go and do what they're doing and just say on a ritual every day, well, the Lord knows I repent. No, that thing is deeper than what you're saying it is because it's a root in it now. Yeah. This is this is awesome, Dion. Blessings to Dion. you. Definitely. Thank you. Dion. Dion. This is Sonia. Oh, hold on real quick. Hold on. I hear Minister okay. Jerry. This is Catherine. Catherine. Catherine, you've been trying to jump in for a minute. Yes. <laughs> Go Catherine, Minister Jerry, and then Dee Dee. Go like that. Okay. Great declaration. Oh. It, it was Sonia. Oh, okay. Go ahead, Catherine. That great declaration and everything that that has um been said. Uh what stood out to me as well is are you for sure? You know, and I thought about the um the assignment that the position that God has me in right now. Um very uncomfortable but necessary. And um, I'm so I'm so grateful because what's going on is that not only he 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 had me come confessing the thing and um, making things clear, he also is healing me. And I was like, wow, God, thank you. You know, um, dangerous, dangerous, uh, uh, scary. Um, situations and, and uh, things that have been going on, you know, in our family forever. And uh, 
you know, just it, you know, when you learn, you think you're like, wow, really? Oh my God, oh my God. So God has me in a position where he, you know, wants certain things broken and, and, and things like that. And I'm looking like, who is ugly or scary? And um, talking with my um, brother, he had said some stuff, and he said, don't bring that holy stuff up in here, all this, all this stuff. And I got really quiet about it, you know, and um, I didn't say anything. And I said, and, and God uh, uh, put on my spirit to tell him, you know, brother, you know, what I try to do is really focus in my own mirror which makes me a lot more less judgmental because I don't have time to judge anybody else looking into my own mirror. You know, I said, um, you know, uh, you know, it was, it was just a conversation where I just left it like that. And, and the other day I went back over there and my brother was confessing a thing. And then he said, but I learned that from, that's how y'all, that's how you taught me. And it was so scary. I said, brother, I am so sorry. That is deadly. Please, please undo that thing. I said, because your sister know better than that now. And we have to undo that thing. And it was it was so heavy and was so good and healing that I confessed it and and also um, was able to make it clear to my brother, you know, that it wasn't okay, you know, and um, how we pick up on those things, you know, of, yes, can I say, wait, let me make it real, uh, picking up those violent things and, you know, those destructive things, you know, that was going on, and I was like, wow. You know, um, thank you, God. You know, I, I have to just bless God and tell him thank you for giving me the opportunity to be in a position to tell my brother that that thing is not okay. That right. that's been killing us. It. How do you undo it if you confess it? Yeah. And you take it to God, you know, in prayer, and he'll, he'll start, um, putting the compassion in well, what he started doing for me is putting compassion in my heart and changing my mindset. You know, through the word, through me uh, um, listening to the word and encouraging words like I am today, it just blesses my spirit to where it, it, when I'm going up against that enemy, it feels uncomfortable, but it set me free when I go all the way through with it, you know, and God put me in, in positions. I don't know that I'm, I'm going into it or dealing with it, but he puts me in a position to have to deal with it, to heal, not not to just break curses, but to heal me too as well, you know, and I was thinking, wait, <laughs> I'm out the loop. No, you're still in the loop. You need help. You know, so I'm grateful of, of you saying, you know, uh, uh, when you said this morning, you know, in your declaration, do you really? You know, I really trust God, you know, and I believe that he's doing, I see miracle signs and wonders. Everybody else is seeing so, I mean, has been seeing so much negative, but God is showing me on the spiritual realm, and it don't look pretty, you know, when you're going inside or feel good going inside, but coming out of it. 
has been a beautiful thing. You know, a lot of healing processes been taking place um, in our family. Confession and healing processes have been taking um, place in our family, and I, I just praise God for that. Thank you for your share this morning, so thank you. Amen. Amen. Very good. Very good. Very good. Amen. And, and no, notice that, um, Catherine, even as you said that, <laughs> it's it's no different. Uh, I think Tanda and I were talking the other night, and we were asking the question, "Honey, what did our people do? What did what did great great grandmama them do? Lord, show me that uh-huh. right? in in real life, because those are some of the things that riddle our yeah. children. Like my eldest son, and, and keep in mind, this is for parents. Our kids have other bloodline stuff. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And, and you got to yeah. ask those questions so you know how to pray, for real. Amen. You see stuff that's unfamiliar that you know, you know, there are certain things that, that my grandmother did. And, and, and during, and now mind you, this is sensitive talk right here. During this it pandemic, is. if you just be honest with yourself, some stuff that came up in your mind that you didn't even know was in there. Mm. Some things that happened in your body as a response to the stuff that's going on in your heart. He, that's what he asked her. Yeah. Those things that you know have come out you've been fighting with. Somebody Thank needs to take their phone off speaker speed and back. I want you to be sober and be diligent in, in allowing those things to manifest so that you can deal with it. So you can grow and so you can go with clean hands. Because listen, this is this is not a sprint, right? Deliverance doesn't always happen really fast. The Bible says, and as they went, they were healed. But you got to went to get healed. The problem is we get stuck at the thing. We get stuck in the place, and then we get shamed, right? Because because we don't have the courage to repent. But this is the thing. If you guys remember anything that I say, remember this. Until you ask the right questions, you will never get the right answers. Sometimes we don't ask the right questions because we don't necessarily want the truth. If you keep it 100. Sometimes we say with our actions, lie to me. I'm tired. I don't want to be lied to because we are what we believe. And whatever you believe that is contrary to what the word of God says about you is the lie that you use to give yourself permission to stay in a broken state. Not on my watch. You're going to deal with it. I don't care how ugly it is. I don't care how uncomfortable it makes you. My grandmother used to say it like this, and then I'll let somebody else go. If you want to stay warm, you stay close to the fire. The truth is, if you don't do some deliverance work, guilt and shame will keep you from being fully healed. Hmm. Even if you didn't do it, you fall. Sometimes I be like, now where in the world did that ridiculous thought come from? Whose was that? Was that great, great, great granddaddy? Even if you read some genealogy in, in Genesis, it's 40 years worth of stuff is some of the curses that we're under. 40 years. You hear me? Mm. You got to deal with that 40-year-old stuff. 
You can't just deal with today because we're not living on top of today. We're living on top of historical iniquities. Things great, 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 great grandma did. Pay attention. I'm telling y'all something. Damn, before you pass it off, one, one second, before you pass it off, could everybody that's not, you're not, could you please put your phone on mute? Because you were going in and out a lot. So if you could okay. put your phone on mute until it's your time to speak, that's helpful because the nuggets that you're giving, we need to hear all of it. So um, I want to read a scripture okay. real quick. Um, yeah, it, it, it kind of deals with what you're saying, and it has a lot to do with our generational bloodlines and the stuff that's going on. Um, in addition to that, you know how blood is, it transfers from one seed to the other. And so some of the stuff in us, even though we know about curses and Christ is the curse breaker, there's still some things that we are doing that are causing the issues in our lives. And it could be simple as our thinking. And the bottom line is God is not pleased with it. When you guys get a chance, go read First Corinthians 10. And Dion, I don't know if that was your... your because I got on late, but uh, 1 Corinthians 10, and it talks about how when the children of Israel were in the wilderness and they were wandering around, they were eating spiritual food and they were getting spiritual drink and they were under the cloud and they were covered. Still, God was not pleased with them. Verse 5 says, nevertheless, God was not pleased with most of them and their bodies were scattered in the wilderness. Verse 6 says, now these things occurred as an example to keep us from setting our hearts on evil things as they did. Do not be idolatrous. This is when it starts off this text, it talks about not being ignorant. And I think that's the thing. Ignorant is such a bad word and it gets such a bad rap, but the word ignorant simply means lack of knowledge. They didn't know, right? There are some things that we just don't know and we haven't taken the time to learn. And going back to what you just said, we gotta ask the right questions. Don't be idolatrous. Some of them were, as it is written, and those people were scattered. And he talked about how, um, I'm going to skip down to verse, because I know it's short on time, verse um, 10, um, 9. And we should not test Christ as some did, and they were killed by snakes. When he talked about being idolaters, they were left out there in the wilderness. And he said 200 some odd thousand or whatever died. And do not grumble as some of them did and were killed by destroying angel. Verse 11, these things happened to them as examples and were written down as warnings for us on whom the culmination of the ages has come. So if you think you are standing firm, be careful that you do not fall. No temptation has taken. Be careful that you don't fall. So we're looking at even little minor things that have happened yes. from our ancestors. And if we're not paying attention, like you just said, this that really does, I mean, it solidifies what you just said in the word. If you want to know, was it backed by the word right there? So be careful that you don't fall because that enemy, he is a roaring lion. He is seeking who he may devour. He's coming after your peace, your joy. Remember, we talked about it last time, not just stuff. We can get more stuff. But he's coming after your faith, and you said that, Dion, and that faith is the thing that's going to keep us, that will cause us to be able to stand these last and evil days. And on a good note, I am so grateful that I have seen some people, yes, this pandemic has shaken the very foundation of almost everyone, and I've seen some people come back to the faith as a result of it, because I think God scares the crap out of them. <laughs> uh-huh. And now they're uh-huh. preaching right. 
I'm so grateful. Listen, this was an opportunity for us to do mirror ministry and see where are we standing and if we really do believe. And guess what? You got an opportunity, as long as you are breathing, to shift your faith back to the right direction and don't believe the hype, but believe God. So thanks, sis. Just, I want to say something real quick, Dion, to Christina, um, about asking the right questions about your genealogy. It's deeper than breaking generational curses because if you do ask the right questions and you ask about, well, what did y'all practice? What did they believe? And you find out that they were doing things that are, that if you call it what it is, that's witchcraft. That was witchcraft. Then you understand what's going on is that Satan goes back for his property. And as long as you have something in your bloodline that's his property, he's going to return for you because he has a legal right to. So once you ask God to cleanse certain things and you cleanse you with the blood of Jesus, you ain't, see, he can't, come, he can't touch you no more. He can't deal with you in a certain way no more. But unless you ask those questions to find out why is this happening to me, you'll never know. So, so you do have to ask those questions, but just be prepared. When you find out certain answers, be prepared for what comes next. Because what comes next is, is going to blow your mind. That's all I got to say. Yep. And that that is uh, again, if uh, if you do nothing else, if you <clears throat> dedicate today's time of of fasting to uh, mirror ministry, and just really ask ask uh, listen, I'll be asking questions. I know he'd be like this child right here. <laughs> I don't know where I got her from. I I need to know. I need to know so I can live, but not just so I can live. And and the crazy part, the amazing thing is this, that when my son originally got diagnosed, that pain pushed me to a place of asking questions that had never entered my mind. But that happened in my life so that I could tell you without a tragedy happening in your life to go deeper, to ask the right questions, to give yourself permission to walk outside of religion, ritual, and tradition and approach the throne as like a little bitty kid and say, Lord, every system Every structure, every idea, every place of identity that I thought I had, strength in, dismantle it, and teach me what you want me to know. And unfortunately, for many scholars, intellect has overridden the truth of God's word. I don't want to be the smartest person in the room. Holy Spirit, and, and look, uh, there, there are a couple of scriptures. Lisa read one of them. But the, the Bible says that the Holy Spirit will become your teacher and teach you all things, which is why I say it's important for you to have the indwelling and to know that you have it. Right? And for those of you, and listen to me closely, that have a language, right? Now, now get this, use your language frequently because your language is the heart of God for you. However, 
it speaks to your spirit man, which is given to you so that you can live and overcome all things natural. Amen. Anybody else? Yeah. Amen. I love the prayer because there I need to get You caught that, Dion? I caught parts of it. I know she said God's always been there for me right there. She yeah, said but in the she better she said, inside. Yes, and but in the beginning she said she um, loved the prayer line. It um, mm-hmm. helped her with with um, goals on inside. And then mm-hmm. she said God be there always for her. Yes. Mm-hmm. Good stuff, girl, for you. <laughs> Good morning. This is Marcella again. I just want to say um, this is so fulfilling for me yesterday and on to today. And it's so funny because when we got off the phone and I came back in the house and I got my friend to get on, which was Levada that was on the line, and I started talking to her about generational curses. And then I started thinking about my mother. And that's where it took me to. So I just want to say I'm not getting off this line. I'm standing on this line, and I'm walking with God, and he's talking to me, and my faith is stronger than it's ever been before. And I thank everyone, and I thank my friend, Beth, sister, from the heart above, who never gave up on me. I never gave up on her either, but you need things, you know, and when you're going, and it's just like you have friends that you party with, you have friends that you just talk to, and you you have those unconditional ones that never forsaking you you know so that's what I know that's a good of me because at the seed of it that's where my root is is my spirituality but I just I just have to speak again because it's so fulfilling and right now I, I just I, I just it's all over me and I just thank everyone and I, I thank for this this time and God waking me up every morning and making sure that I'm on this line and I'm not ever going to forsake it and thank you thank you thank you Amen. We're glad to have you, and I'm excited about your future. All I can say is keep coming, keep keep showing up. <laughs> it's it showing up it and showing out. <laughs> absolutely, it gets gooder and gooder. Amen. It's after the hour. Um, go ahead. Go ahead. I'm sorry. This is patient it's Pat. Um, um, um. I was just gonna say, um, I was what I got from from the declaration. Is uh, you were talking about um, um, people who preach or talk false preaching? Did I get that right? Well, um, I, I didn't necessarily say that, but but yeah, sometimes yeah. that's true. In that realm, you know, the thing is, it's kind of like a backwards situation with me. Um, I was delivered. Being delivered is a beautiful thing. I've been delivered about three times already. 
from three different situations and, and still stuck on it. I have been fasting on this one particular thing. I've been fasting for months on that, and I'm about to fast some more. Uh, the only way I have to fast is because of the fact that the medications I take. So I have to do it a different particular way. But anyhow, what came to me was deliverance and repentance. It's so, so important in, in my life. Um, and, and being a musician and being around the people that I used to be around or used to know me in the deliverance, you know, and then being delivered from that is, um, is phenomenal. However, which is more phenomenal than that is knowing the word, knowing, the, know, knowing that word. And what my Holy Spirit gets so ticked off at is when my Holy Spirit doesn't hear the right word. It feels it. You know, it just, just goes there. Um, I was in a, um, you know, just a, in, in a church where I played music at. And unfortunately, these people had different beliefs. And, and, and to turn into something as, as such, is, it's got to be on, on, on my knees always, consistently praying, consistently praying, consistently knowing my Lord. Seeing what I saw on TV, uh, the Lord told me, he says, all that glitter ain't gold. That man up there, Mr. Trump, he ain't, all that glitter is not gold. There's a lot of not gold places around here, and that's one of them. And you've seen the demonic spirits crawling up the wall into that, just crawling up the whole scene itself. But, um, yes, I, I definitely do do and increase my belief within deliverance, my belief within the Lord, uh, my belief within the, the, the passages. and um, my, my sister, Persistent Priscilla, she's uh, quite quite good with me as far as if I don't know what I don't, I have to question it or something to that extent. I question my, she always turns to me and say, ask your Holy Spirit. Or I'll, she'll, you know, give me the answer herself. But uh, I just wanted to get that across. Amen. Amen. Thank you for sharing. Thank you. Hey, baby, I'm just on you. Just oh, Sonia, sorry, we we skipped you, but there was somebody that just said their name. Who else? Who else was that? That said something. It's, you know, I just want to um go let Sonia go, and then I'll go. I just want to speak to Marcella. Okay. okay. Um, just something real quick. You said one word, and it was divination in your um declaration. And I think I said it before. Divination is there's a lot of words in it, and it's when there's fear, there's the um, discouragement and everything, but one thing it does is divide. Right. And it's, it's very sneaky and it's very subtle and it builds up over time. And what it does is separates you. And I know that you're speaking about not just in leadership, but it's also in people um, that it will, it will pump you out of what God has called you to do. And you see that there's a great separation of people just walking away and just dropping what they were supposed to do. So when it divides you, it's separating you. So you have to be care careful about, like you said, what goes in your ears, what you see. And, you know, one thing my mom has always told us, and, you know, people have told me I'm weird, I don't care. Um, a lot of the, the movies that you see, the shows that you see, the things that are happening, um, one thing that has always stuck out to me was the, the uh, movie Enemy of the State. A lot of that is not by happenstance. There's a lot of things, like you said, you need to pay attention to, of 
about what's going on all around you, but not just what's on the outside, but what's also going on the inside. That is what they're doing is desensitizing you. So what the enemy is doing is desensitizing you to a lot of things like, oh, that, you know, that's not real. That's, no, pay attention because God is going to give you a warning. So that's why he's saying be careful about what you see, what you hear, and what you say because it does negate everything you do. And that's what happens in divination, and it happens in families. He does not want families to come, come together because when they create a seed, there's a, within that other next seed is the next generation of what God has purposed. So that's my little bit. And what I'm using. Very good. Go ahead, Sheila. Okay. Um, Marcella, I just want to encourage you to um, join us in the fast today. Um, push back, not just food, but anything that, um, you know, that takes your attention away from what happened yesterday. Yesterday was the beginning of the deliverance and the things that you were looking for. Um, and I want you to um, kind of focus on Romans. Uh, Dion read it today, Romans 8, but start at the 26th all the way down to, I think it's the 39th verse. And also, uh, Lisa gave 1 Corinthians 10 and 5 is the one that will keep your mind focused and casting down everything. So all the things that have been in your way, um, just try. Just try today. I'm, it, it doesn't always happen the way you, uh, you know, determine it to be because it's maybe your first time. But today, be determined, be intentional um, about fasting for um, the work that the Lord has started from yesterday. Thank you. I will. Hey, Dion, this is Tanya. I just wanted to um, say what um, I think Sonia just said about the, you know, the, well, you also said the ear gates and the eye gates and I had experienced somebody I was going to church with faithfully, and he, um, this is so just deep that because he was, you know, we met at church, just going to know Jones, start talking and stuff, and he um, ended up being so intentional on trying to sw- turn me, and he stopped going. Oh, there you go. Yeah, if you're talking, we can't hear you. Hello. Uh huh. Oh, okay. Tanya. Yeah. Her call. Okay. He, you said. All he, right. I'm back on. He yeah. stopped going. Well, I, I was just saying that he was he was um, really intentional on turning me, and I didn't understand. Like when you just had said, "Are you sure?" Uh, it just really did bring tears to my eyes because if it wasn't for, I wasn't even on the call at that time. So I was just, you know, I just dwell period on all kind of churches and stuff. So, but if it wasn't for the fact that he kept on sending me um, messages through my messenger and had me just listen to things about Jesus. And, you know, he, he said he loved the good Lord, but I guess he was trying to turn from Jesus. And I was, would you stop sending me things like that? So, is I mean, just literally to um, know that he was just, I said, you trying to hood wing bamboozle, you've been in jail, wouldn't happen, you know? And like you said, it can just turn completely somebody's mind because we literally met at church. We used to talk about church. We used to really was into the word. And then all of a sudden, you don't know what happened. And then for them, 
for him to continue to send me things. And I said, if you don't stop sending, I'm going to block you. And and I ended up changing my number and kept trying to get it. And he started going through messages. Sending. I said, stop. Why are you sending me things like that when you know that's not boy? It's nothing gonna separate me from the love of God. But like you said, it you have to know for yourself because it's it's scary that it's really people are out here really because I didn't understand why you calling me and you know I'm into the Lord. Call somebody else and what, tell what, them what, about what, it. What do you mean? What do you mean? Listen, let me let me tell you an experience I just had. This just happened on Sunday. This is from somebody whose thread. I know, uh, listen, somebody I've done a full worship set with will pray you under a table right this second in Jesus' name. But listen, they had something on their page, and and I'm going to say this out loud, and I don't care who doesn't like it. Right now, there is a major press for Hebrew Israelitism. It's separate. Right. It is. Mm -hmm. Right. So, So listen, listen to me. It's it's major. There's a major recruiting process, which is why I said to each of you that it is about your identity. Your identity is is rooted in what your bloodline consists of. If you have experienced major trauma, if you were abused as a child, if you've been sexually exploited, if anything that caused trauma in your life. You need to deal with it, right? So I'm I'm looking at this, and y'all y'all know it's my responsibility to know certain stuff because of my role as it relates to to prayer, right? Because of the mantle of prayer that's on my life, I need to know how to pray and from what angle and what I'm dealing with. You cannot win against an enemy that you cannot see. So I'm looking at people that I know sitting in a room where Jesus is considered a man, right? We don't worship no man. And I hear this young lady say that the, the, the preacher teacher dude asked if she was ready to come out. But this ain't, this is not no far-fetched nothing. This ain't no foreign. Listen, this is right here in this Bay Area, down the street and around the corner with people I know locally. And I'm looking at this room Full of people that I know that sit in churches. I need y'all to hear me. And the young lady said, the, the preacher asked, are you ready to come out? And the girl said out of her mouth, well, I believe I can do both. I can stay connected to my Christian family and friends so that I can draw them out. You hear me? Wow. Now this 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 just happened Sunday. It's Wednesday. This is young and woman. it's hurtful because it's serious. I mean, it's persistent. It's, like listen, you said, why do you think? Why do you think mm-hmm. I'm saying it out loud? See, right. there, for years and years, I wouldn't say what I saw because I didn't want nobody to think I was crazy or no conspiracy theorist. Listen, this junk is real. And it's and the reason I know it's real, I start listen, here's the question I ask. Lord, my son was walking around with one of them red beanies on from the Moors. So there are several different denominations of it. My my son. My son had a black law book in his room in my house. And burning sage and teak wood. 
mine at my house. Right? So I'm not high-siding. Yeah, we have and a cousin I'm, who's like it, yeah. But but what I'm telling you is it's happening in our houses. You just don't be knowing. <laughs> right? Uh-huh. And so I started asking the question, Lord, what would make my baby lean towards something that retarded? Because if you, it's retarded. If you listen, but again, the word says this, my sheep know my voice and a stranger they will not follow. Right? So it's bad. So it's retarded to us because mm-hmm. we know the word. It's not retarded Absolutely. to people who don't know. Not at all. Well, the, the word of God is mm-hmm. foolish to those that, that right do not here. believe and that will not believe. That's what the word said is exactly. foolish. But, you know, here's the thing. Here's the sad part, Dion, and this this hurts my heart, is because the church, as we know it, and I'm talking about us, so we might as well say us together, we're responsible for this because, yeah. to a large extent, what we've been teaching, how we have not been loving, we don't have answers to to questions that they have that are right there in the book, and we can't defend our own faith. And so yeah. since we can't do that, they're turning too because they're looking for answers. And you best believe these alternatives are providing answers. As fake and as much as a lie as they are, they're still providing answers. And not only and are that's they providing why, answers, they're loving on them. Come on. Listen, that's listen, right. Feel welcome and worthy. And, yeah. yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Ain't nothing more yeah. than gang affiliation, child. Exactly. So, yes. Yeah. Period. So the Hebrew Israelites, now mind you, depending on which denomination they are, because there are multiple ones, there is even, never mind, I'm not even going to say that. There's a lot going on. All mm-hmm. I want to tell you is, if we love people, yeah. you know, the Bible says, sanctify yourself, come from among them. But the truth is this, if you're not in the middle of it and your stance, which is why I said, do you what you believe? Are you sure? Can they come and help Yeah, because you, you can't go in the camp if you're not. <laughs> you can't go in the listen, camp if you're not because you, you're going to be persuaded. Hey, you're going to be tricked. Listen, your little book. I'll be yeah. Obviously, mm-hmm. to, to watch. I'm talking about soldiers. I'm not talking about no bench warmers. This is not a season. See, now we can't rely on the pastor to tell us what the words say. You better know this thing for yourself. You better know yeah. this thing for yourself. Anytime a jihad uh, will go blow themselves up for what they think they believe, and they believe it, that it's a holy war. And they Spirit of delusion and deception. This is not a game. And again, this ain't to scare you. This is to shore you up. This is to say, Lord, make me again another, a vessel in the potter's hand. The things that I'm lacking that trust you, help my unbelief. The places and the areas where I've been broken and violated, Lord, help me to deal with them. The things in my bloodline that are manifesting in my life and in the lives of my children, show it to me. Reveal it to me so I know how to pray, so I know where to pass, so I know what to fix, right? That's all, y'all. Like, like it's just, it's game time. Pastor Dion. <laughs> yeah. So she just said a few uh-huh. words. 
And it's one word is love. They are you sound muffled. I, I can't. I can't understand anything you're saying. You're muffled. You just said a key word, which was love. They're loving mm-hmm. on them with yep. genuine love, and that's what we got to get back to. Yep. Yeah. I get you. But it's not genuine. It's deceptive. Yeah. Deceptive. Mm-hmm. I hear somebody saying, who was that? Yep. This is, it's Natasha. Hey. Um, I, you say I'm muffled. There, you say I'm muffled. Hold on. Let me. Uh... Is that better? Yes. Okay. So, so many layers to what uh, your declaration, and I really appreciate it, um, and it's, it's, it's fire for sure. Um, one of the things that, when your question when you asked in the beginning, are you connected and are you sure, immediately I, I was able to say without a shadow of a doubt, I know that I know that I know that I know. Um, no matter what, I know that if I don't know anything else, I know that I serve a God of the impossible. I know that God lives in me. I know that I am God's daughter, and God's hand has always, always been on my life. And I'm so grateful, grateful to tears for the grace and the love and the mercy that God has shown me. And I I appreciate very much what what Lisa said um, because there is so much hurt and pain that has been inflicted on people by people who try to use the word. Um, And I think that we have to atone for that because until we atone for that and we address that and we address it with the love and the healing that people need, people are going to walk away. They are going to turn away. And it is going to be easier for them to be deceived into believing um, things that are not true. But I think that in, in, in understanding that, that there are different belief systems out here, for me at least, as someone who who has been exposed to, in my life, different belief systems, I look for what is the kernel of the thread and the character of God that is common in all of these different belief systems? What is it that is is being put out here that is in keeping with God? Even if somebody doesn't believe down to a letter or a T, the same way I believe, where do we show common ground? Like where where is the line where they are still looking and searching, because God gave us choice, right? I mean, where the intellectual part comes in. God God doesn't force us to be connected and in relationship with God. All things are going to work out for God's purpose no matter what it is we decide. But we have a choice. And some people are searching, um, and they may not have necessarily come to the, the the same path that, that that we are on, and I think we have to be careful about how we reach out and love those people to what the person just said about love. Because at the end of the day, it love God with all your heart and love your neighbor as you love yourself. So that love piece, I think, is going to be something that is going to be very much of a challenge for believers with people who don't share the same belief system, but who are headed in the same direction. 
for lack of a, <laughs> another way to, to put that. And I think we have to be careful about how we um, love on those people, right? Because uh-huh. we're all God's children, right? Right. And um, I don't profess to think that I got it all figured out. <laughs> that, right. that, that, that I can know a power that is so great, that is beyond comprehension, that I got it all figured out, right? And that there's only one path to being in relationship with, with God. Now, I'm sure that there are some people who absolutely will totally disagree with that and say there is a, this is the only way. And and that's fine, but we have to be mindful that that is the kind of thing that doesn't leave room to bring people into the love of God, to be right. in that relationship and to figure it out for themselves when they get so caught up on the tradition and the dogma and it makes it easier for people to then use that <laughs> as a bludgeon to divide us and separate us and pull people pull people away. Um, Absolutely. So, anyway. Absolutely. I, that, Facts. I don't know if that made sense, but. It it's, made uh, sense. It's, it's deep. It's, it really is. Girl. So I love you guys. We love you guys. I'm back on mute. <laughs> Dean, I just wanted to introduce my friend. This is, she's a newbie on the call. She's been on the call, I think, the whole time um, here in Georgia. Her name's Victoria. So, hey, Victoria, hi. girl. Hi, Victoria. Welcome. 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 You, for me, example, I spoke in tongue a lot, but I hardly don't. And the reason I asked that question is because my my spiritual God mom said what you had said. When you speak in tongue, um, God talks to you more or your spirit man talks to God more. So my, my tongue is not as fluent as it used to be. I mean, it's just... Not a lot at all. Almost like it's gone. Well, it's, it's like any it's like anything else. If you don't use it, and now you can't never lose. Well, mm, I got to be careful how I say this. Using your language is to edify yourself. Sometimes it's for the body, but when it's just you and your language, it's there to build you up. And you you can validate that with the word over and over and over and Mm -hmm. over and over again. It is there to make you strong, right? So all all you have to do is stop thinking, open your mouth, and allow the Spirit of God to speak through you. When you have the Holy Ghost, see, we were were taught uh, you can control that. We were taught things that aren't necessarily the truth, right? I use my language. Frequently, especially when I'm by myself, it doesn't require an interpretation. My only goal is to speak the heart of the Father. I need to walk out and operate in the will of the Father. Now, all you have to do, if you've ever spoken in tongues, it's like prego. It's in there. Open your mouth. And and when you've not used it, and as retarded as this may sound to somebody, you've got to practice it. Okay. When a When a baby is learning how to talk, 
He don't just wake up one morning and be like, hey, ma, I'm hungry. Make your boy a bottle. He starts very at, at the minimal basis. Bye-bye, mama, dad, dad, right? And, and until I learned that that was part of the process, and it feels weird. It feels strange. Keeping in mind, we are in the world, but not of the world, right? We have never learned our native language, which is heaven. We keep speaking earth. We keep speaking earth culture mm-hmm. because it's all that we were taught, as ill-informed as we are. Until you reflect the nature of God, the functions of God in the earth, recognizing that you are seated in heavenly places, but technically you are a foreigner here. It's like people who have African parents. They have children here in the state. And because the states will convince you that your language is insignificant and irrelevant, the African parents attempt to teach children English as a first language, mm. which I think is a huge mistake, right? Right. So imagine those children going back to Africa, being full-blood African, but can't speak the language of the land. That's what we are. Okay. Does that make sense? Yeah. So in in order for me to practice, I have to pray to I get to I have to pray like daily and um reach that and, and I have to pray until God comes into me and the well, you the can't pray out. surface prayers. Yeah. You you have to do what we call go in the court. Okay. You can't stand on the outside and experience what happens on the inside. You ever you ever been on your way to a club and you can hear them turning up inside and you want to get inside, but you standing outside, you know it's cracking, but you can't get in. Right. You, you can hear you can hear the bass of the music, but you don't know what song is playing. Right. Oh, but okay. when you get inside, it's then that you can dance. Hey, D. Right. Yeah, go ahead, Dee. This is Dee. I just want to add this to, um, as far as put your warfare piece of it, and you have to really use wisdom with your holy language because, as though, um, you cannot. And and hear me, what I say. I don't want anybody to take this the wrong way. It's so, um, it's a personal thing, really. But your language is is something that don't ever get twisted up to where you're on a Zoom call. I'm just, I'm not trying to be funny. You have to just kind of know because you can't, it's out of order to be sitting on a conference call and just speaking in your heavenly language too. I don't want anybody to think that's normal because I have seen that, right? So just just use your wisdom and get into the word. Go so deep, Sister Cynthia, that it, it'll just become natural. And you may not be, everybody's not the same. So you may see, like on the call, some people Every time we go into corporate praise, that's all they're doing is speaking in their their language. But sometimes, how do I say this? You, you just have to, how do I, I'm trying to just say it in a way to make sense. Does that make it's sense what I'm called, saying? It's called balance. Yeah, that's it. Thank you. <laughs> that's all. Because we got to live here, y'all. Yeah. And we can't scare the people out of salvation being spooky spiritual. That's why you got your prayer closet. In some in some arenas, you gotta know the culture you in. Like if right now, if, if I call it Church of God in Christ prayer line, ninety percent of the time it's gonna be full of some type of a tongue. 
because that's that's their culture. You go to a Baptist church and you start speaking in tongues, they're going to stare at you and might hang up. Right? right. But when it comes to winning souls, people just want you to have a conversation with me. Talk mm-hmm. to me. Don't hoop. Don't holler. And don't use your language, especially if I'm not familiar and I'm scared right. to death anyway because I don't know this Jesus that y'all attest to. Just right. be a real person and allow the Holy Spirit to give you instruction on even our witness. Because at the end of the day, Jesus came to make disciples of men. That's all this conversation is. Yeah. It's like God is not ruling. You know, learn to respect the the tongues. Like when it you like for example, when the tongues come, you you know because God is in you, so He's not going to let you. Um, just speak out like like the sister said. He's not going to just let you speak oh, out of you. Like you that. seemingly no. Here here on the call, we not tripping, but there are babies on the call yeah. that don't have yeah. a language, and that's right. not a problem. Everybody is you can't determine or detect when somebody lands where they're supposed to. That's not my right. job. My job is to live my faith out loud. That's my job. My job is to make disciples of men. That's my job. My job is to solidify that you are. He is a rewarder of those who diligently seek him. My job is to walk it out before people so that the same way Jesus lived consistently as he was sent to be the savior to the nation, that we follow his example and that we teach people to love Christ. Yeah. Through our actions, not through what we say. So you use your language to build yourself up in the most holy of faith. That's what the word says. That's not my opinion. That's right. Hey, Dion, can I can I just add one thing, and maybe Cynthia, Please. um, just maybe add this little nugget. So, and then, and not just for Cynthia, for people who are unaware or unfamiliar, when we're talking about practice. We're not talking about practicing your language in and of yourself. It's right. it's your prayer time, right? And it's time that you set aside to seek God's face. Right. And and your request. Um, the Bible says that we have not because we ask not. Your request to him for the person who's never spoken in tongues, you're intrigued, you want to. Um, sometimes we say heavenly language, sometimes we say speaking in tongues. It's the same thing, right? So there's a scripture, and it's over in Luke, that says that you fathers, being, you know, as a parent, you when your kid asks you for bread, you're not going to give them a rock. When they ask you for a fish, you're not going to give them like a serpent or a snake. And so if you, as a parent or an uncle or auntie or whatever, you as an adult know how to meet the needs of a child when they ask, what do you think about your heavenly father? So if you've not spoken in tongues ever before or you haven't in a while, whatever, wherever you are in that space, ask the Lord to speak through you. Lord, I want to receive the Holy Spirit. Oh, Lord, I want to, I want, I want a heavenly language, however you want to phrase it to him and then believe it. Here's what happens. Generally speaking, and it's different for many people, um, I never, I will never forget the Lord gave me a new language. It sounded so, he said, say this. I heard it. He said, say this. And I was like, nah, I don't know how to say that. Like, I just heard it. He said, say it the way that you hear it. Say it the way that you feel it. Do your best. And I was like, okay. And I did. And it sounded so weird to me that I stopped. Listen to me. I stopped. I cut it off. 
He said, no, I want you to keep going. And so I did, and then it became more fluent, but I had to practice it. Do you get it? I had to, I had to say, you can't practice it in your head. Mm-hmm. Speaking in tongues is not in your mind. It, it, for me, it started in my mind in that I heard it with my internal ear, and then I tried to mimic what I heard, if that makes sense. And I don't want to make it so logical because this is not a logical thing. Right. Um, but I also will sometimes feel it in my belly. It, it wells up, and I, and I say what I hear, and it, comes, and it comes out. So that is the beginning of the practice, if you will. But this is not just you, oh, I think I'm going to go practice like I would work out. No, ma'am. No, 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 sir. Right. Like I, I'm having a spiritual encounter. I, ho- I hope that that makes it a little bit clearer, but don't overthink it is the main thing. Exactly. Mm-hmm. I understand it. That's good. That's good. That's good. I like it. Amen. Okay, y'all. I, I got to get ready to go uh, finish my finish my business. Um, but I think that today's conversation was necessary. Um, for those of you that may not have been aware that that there is a real serious, serious, serious um, battle going on right this second. Um, if you look at the White House, it is reflective of what's going on in uh, the heavens. If you look at um, how church and all the different things that we are so accustomed to being one way and, and shift has taken place and it's real. I need you to understand that you need to be sober-minded. You need to be awake and aware. You need to be concrete in the fact that in real life, you have a responsibility to self to know that you're sure. And that's all. Um, I pray that this conversation has been useful. Um, I pray that it will make you think I pray that it will even trouble you to request more information from Abba, right? Um, So that you have the ability to move into your kingdom purposes unapologetically and fearlessly so that you are sure to be standing firm in your position, whatever that looks like. And that's all I got, y'all. Uh, We will meet you back here at 5 p.m. I pray that you go and you grow in love, um, that you would be the Jesus that somebody needs to see today, that you would love on somebody in such a way that it would be unmistakable. Amen. 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 Come on, I'm going to post it in the room.
Come on, Molly. Yeah, yeah. ready and fire. That part. Let's go. Mm-hmm. Let's go. Love y'all. Look at y'all some warriors, though, for real. Hood, yeah, let's, let's go. Let's go. Let's go. Let's go. Let's go. Let's go. Let's pop my collar. Pop it, pop it, pop it. I just pop my collar. Gospel gangsters, I love y'all. Have a good one. Something a war up in the war. This means war. Yeah, yeah. Ain't no punks on the front line. Right. I'm gonna use my language up in the legal office. <laughs> Come on. I'm posting it right now. Have a blessed day, y'all. Love y'all. Oh, God. God. Have a blessed day.
Declare it. 